Welcome to the Behavior Corner Podcast with Barb Roba. Barb created the Behavior Corner after almost two decades of working side-by-side with families to improve their children's behavior. This is a supportive place for parents to come together to learn how to manage powerful emotions, negative behavior choices, and the chaos that we experience along our parenting journeys. In the Behavior Corner, we share professional, practical, and positive parenting advice. These are the tools that will give you a strong foundation to make positive behavior changes in your children a reality. Get ready. This is going to be great. Welcome to this edition of the Behavior Corner. Today in the corner, we are talking about six ways to prevent tantrums and toddler aggression. That phrase, toddler aggression, should sound familiar to all of you out there because our last podcast had to do with specific ways to manage those times that your toddler is being aggressive. And we even took some time to share what is considered normal. We talked about the different ages of the toddler and when these aggressive behaviors happen because they know no other way of communicating. So if you miss that podcast, go on back right now, take a listen, and you'll know exactly what to do the next time you are faced with some aggression from your toddler. Today's topic, though, has to do with ongoing things that you can do to help prevent those aggressive behaviors from happening all together. This is a super exciting one because of course we want to be able to extinguish these behaviors in our kids. We don't want this to continue happening. Better yet, we want to have the best relationship possible with our kids. And these ways that I'm going to give you, there are six of them, is going to get you there. You're going to see aggression decrease and you're going to see the ability that is in front of you to have a stronger relationship with your child. Yes, even at the young toddler age, this is possible. I think that's why I am so excited for this podcast episode. So let's dive right in. The first way to prevent tantrums and toddler aggression, cuddles, 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 cuddles. In fact, I no longer have toddlers, my kids are older, but my seven-year-old just said to me the other night, mom, can you snuggle with me? I wanted to like cry or something out of joy, like my heart was melting, of course I will snuggle with you. You know, as kids get older, they don't want as many snuggles. They don't fit on your lap anymore to read that book before bedtime. They're growing. (laughs) They're becoming more independent. And here my seven-year-old said to me, Mom, can you snuggle with me? Yes. And you know what? I'd like to believe that that snuggling request came because we have always had a relationship where I gave lots of hugs. 
I rubbed his back. I cuddled with him. That physical touch as kids are growing speaks love. When they have that element of love, it makes them feel even more cared for and valued. And it's just such an important piece of raising a child. So here we are. I say to you, cuddles are a must, and that is number one. Number one on my list to help decrease this toddler aggression that you're seeing is cuddles. Hugs and snuggles show your child how loved they are. Words aren't enough, guys. Words are great, but you need to pair that with those hugs and snuggles. Cuddles without having distractions around you, gives your child your full attention and it'll decrease the amount of acting out behaviors. So it's not like, sure, come sit on my lap, but I'm gonna be on my phone doing something else. No, guys. <laughs> Snuggles and cuddles and expressions of love happens without those distractions. So give that time to your kids. You're going to be thankful that you did because their behaviors are going to improve as will your loving relationships. I've lived that, guys. <laughs> Please trust me on that one. Okay, number two, routines and rules. Kids thrive on routines and rules. They do, whether we're talking about having a consistent sleep schedule, similar meal times, day-to-day -day activities and expectations, all those become part of a child's routine. My child, my children, excuse me, know what time bedtime is and every night it's the same. They know what the expectation is for when homework gets done. They know the expectations for when they can have a snack and when they can't. It's part of their routine. And there's not a guessing game anymore, which means they know exactly what to expect. They feel secure in their expectations because they know we're being consistent with them. Guys, when you can be consistent and use routines, your child feels secure within the boundaries you have created within your home. And yes, this totally applies to, to toddlers as well, okay? The consistent sleep schedule is huge. They need as much sleep as possible, I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, routines and the toddler sleep schedule is huge because we know toddlers need between 11 and 13 hours of sleep a night. That's a lot of sleep. So make sure you're giving that to them as much as possible. The bedtime routine does need to be similar. Meal times need to be consistent so your child knows when to expect to eat. They're learning all of this stuff for the very first time in their life. Routines help with behaviors. They just do. I can't even stress that anymore. <laughs> Cuddles and routines, they're on the top of my list for a reason. <laughs> 
So the next thing that you can do to prevent toddler tantrums and aggressions, here it comes. Bring on the play, guys. Kids learn through play. They, they like to pretend. You can use puppets, stuffed animals, toys, anything else your child enjoys playing with. For my boys, it was cars. And when Lightning McQueen was the big thing when the first episode of Cars came out from Disney Pixar, it was Lightning McQueen and Mater, and we pretended with them, and we pretended how they could be kind to each other, and if they weren't kind, how to apologize to each other. At the moment, it was kind of like silly to me in my adult brain, but holy cow, the amount of learning that happened through play was incredible. When you can act out appropriate behavior with your child, it accelerates the rate that they're going to learn these things. So do it. <laughs> play is how kids learn. So be creative. Use some of those ideas I just gave you and play with them and help them to learn how to use their words, express their feelings, use sign language to communicate with others. Do that with their toys. Do that, guys. I think um, if, if you did watch, I'm sorry, if you listened to our podcast about toddler aggression, the part one, then you know that I told you that toddlers up to the age of three are unable to communicate with us effectively. And that is because they are still developing their language abilities and their emotional abilities to have an on-level conversation. <laughs> Without those intact, they then resort to that hitting and that aggression that we talked about because they don't know any other way to get our attention and to get their needs and wants met. But when you can play with them and show them what their characters are doing, and characters, I mean, the Lightning McQueens in my day, or the puppets, or the dolls, they start imitating that. <clears throat> so do it often. Don't just do it once because it's not gonna stick. Do it often. And if your child is not verbal yet because that part is still developing, that's okay. That's when sign language comes in. When my children were little, we used sign language so they could express to me their basic needs. We actually still use that sometimes. <laughs> um, we were just outside the other day and they were out on their snowmobiles and those are very loud machines. And my one son got off of his and my other son kind of put his hands up in the air like, where are you going? And my son used the sign language for getting a drink. They still use it. Nonverbal communication is huge. So if your toddler can express to you their needs and wants through nonverbal ways, because you've taught them how to do that. Do you see how this is coming together? <laughs> they are going to be much less likely to be aggressive. This is amazing, guys, because you can do this. You've got this. 
The next one, we are up to one, two, three, four, be an example. If you, my friend, manage life stressors in a calm manner, your child will do this too. They will. Your actions of using coping skills will transfer to your child. And you know why? It's because children will do what we do. They're looking to us as the people in their lives to show them how to act and how to react. What am I going to do if things aren't going well? Oh, am I going to start yelling and screaming? I hope not. So I want you to take a minute and reflect. What example are you showing to your children? In fact, when your toddler is being aggressive and having a tantrum, how are you handling that? Are you yelling and screaming? Because if you are, you are just teaching them that that is appropriate and that is okay. Hmm. We're pausing here. I'm allowing you to reflect on what your behavior may be showing your children. And you know what, guys? It's not just those toddlers that you're showing. It's any age child you have. So keep that in check and be an example. This one is a biggie. Number five, limit the screen sitter. What is a screen sitter? Well, I joke around with some parents sometimes when I hear that they allow their children to be in front of a screen for hours on end. Do not allow that screen to babysit your child. It's not that screen's job. And quite frankly, the more screen time a child gets in a day, the more grumpy they become. I don't have research to back that, okay? I have my own firsthand experience in my house backing that claim up. And I also have several parents who have told me the same. I thought I was being nice, they got a new game, so I let them have extra screen time and they were miserable when they were done. Your kids need, now this is research-based, your kids need movement and exercise and socialization. When a screen is in front of their face, they're missing that. And to expect them to dive back in after hours and hours of screen time and be socially appropriate and to run around and want to go play is likely going to be very difficult. So for the toddler, if we, if we jump back to the, the toddler aspect here, if you're allowing them to be in front of the screen, you're doing them a disservice. And that disservice is limiting their ability to engage in independent tasks. And you're limiting their ability to socialize with you. When we are able to set our child up with an individual task, coloring, painting, even if it's just for five minutes, that is teaching them, it's teaching our toddler that 
they can control some of these activities in their lives. They don't need that screen. Now, is the toddler brain going to connect all those dots? Wow, I don't need a screen right now. I can go paint and I can go color. No, they're not, but you are, and you're laying the foundation for their brain to grow in this capacity. Okay, so get them off that screen. Small doses are okay, yes, of course. And there's a lot of educational programming out there and there's a lot of educational apps and I am all for that. Limit it, guys. It's not meant to entertain your child for hours and hours and hours. And especially at the toddler stage, you need to be communicating with them with your own words and having conversations with them. They're not going to have a full-fledged conversation back. But even um, I remember riding in the car, I would talk to my toddlers all the time because that's how they develop their communication. So here we are. We want them to start using their words and to develop the emotional ability to communicate with us, to get their wants and needs met so that we can be preventing this aggression. Then talk to them, engage with them, be social with them. Show them how to do it. The screen's not going to do it, guys. It's, it's not going to do it. In fact, it's going to make it worse. So limit that screen if you want a preventative way to decrease those tantrums and aggression. All right, here we go. Are we ready? Ready for number six. The sixth way that I have for you to Avoid those tantrums and the aggression from your toddlers. Support problem solving. Support problem solving. Do you know that problem solving is a life skill that can be taught at any age? Any age, guys. Any age can learn how to solve problems. In fact, when my kids were toddlers and they had a problem, I knew their brain was not developed enough to come up with a solution all on their own. So I would say to them, oh, I wonder what we could do. Should we do A or should we do B? And I let them pick. I gave them some control over the solutions. And that was the very first step in teaching them how to problem solve. And if you talk out loud about how you're solving your own problems, and telling them why you chose a solution you did, it will help also to teach them how to weigh out solutions. Again, just one time will this work? No, this is an ongoing dialogue that you're having with your kids. It's okay for them to know everyone has problems in life. Everyone needs to solve problems. Let them know how you're solving your problems. Even ask them for their opinion when you solve their problem. How do you think that worked out? Now, I am not talking about adult-heavy problems. Toddlers and children have no business solving those types of problems with you. I could just say that 10 times over because that's how strongly I feel about it. But how about... You're outside and you're shoveling, right? It's winter where I am right now. Hey, I picked this big shovel because it's getting more snow. What do you think? 
Do you think that helped? Right? Easy, 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 easy. Just having those daily conversations with them about nothing, like shoveling the snow, will go a long way, my friends. And talk out the decisions you've made to help them grow into a problem solver. So here we are, our six ways to prevent tantrums and toddler aggression. Are we ready? Cuddles are a must. Routines and rules, please have those established. Bring on the play, guys. This is how our kids learn through play. Be an example of how to handle stress. Limit the screen sitter and support problem solving. And to that end, I want you to know I have specific ways to foster problem solving within your children. And I have them laid out in infographic form. It starts with kids under the age of five and it goes up to age 10 plus. If you would like a copy of those, I'll be more than happy just to send them your way. Just shoot me an email and let me know you're interested in the problem solving steps by age. And I'll email you back and they'll be attached. Awesome. Okay, my email is Barb, B as in boy, A as in apple, R is in Rudolph, and B as in boy, that is Barb, at behaviorcorner.com. Until next time, everyone, I encourage you, be brilliant and empowered. Thank you for joining us. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Come and visit us on our other social media platforms, including our fan page found on Facebook, Behavior Corner LLC, and our amazing closed group where even more goodness happens at Raising Kids, Behavior Solutions That Work. And of course, a shout out to Barb is always available at barb at behaviorcorner.com.